At Farmers Insurance, we know the sound of a perfect hot air balloon landing. And a less than perfect one. Seen it, covered it. Click for more. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. Hi, this is Stephanie Hansen, and we are back with one of our previous guests. It is Laura Roos, because you got married, Laura, didn't you? Is that how you say your last name, Roos? You got it. Laura Excellent. Roos, so new and name. You were Laura Waldman when we talked to you at episode 22 of The Makers of Minnesota in 2016, if you can believe that. You know, I actually re-listened to it this morning. Um because it, it has been so much time. It's crazy. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's been about two years now. Yeah. And it is so like in the life of a business person, that is a long time. Yeah. <laughs> so when we had talked to you, you had pretty much just started or very recently started Minnie and Paul, which is a uh, gift box. And you were crafting the boxes locally with another company and filling them with Minnesota treats and selling them and really were doing a great job of curating Minnesota makers in the box. Is that still how you would describe what you do, Laura? I would say pretty close. Um, So as you said, two years is a long time for a business. Yes. Um, Growing, changing, evolving, um, especially for a small business. Um, So um, yes, we are a local gifting studio. We're based in Northeast. Um, and we curate, we call them gift sets now because we have a couple vessel options, um, not just a box. We also offer a binny now, a canvas bin. I saw that. Um, it's so cute. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Um, and, and yeah, everything is still um, sourced from uh, all Minnesota makers and brands. And has it been easier to find things as the proliferation of Minnesota businesses because it just seems like there's been so many cool business opportunities in the last three years. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Um, listening back and, and realizing, oh, there were no sock companies. That was one thing I talked about. Um, and sometimes it's hard to find products, you know. And now there's hippie feet. feet. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Like the, It's just so fun to um, see all of these wonderful companies come about and, um, and it's almost overwhelming now that there are so many and where before it might have been one or two candle companies that we were, you know, being able to work with. But now there might be 12. Um, so it is really um, the, the Minnesota um, creative community is just growing exponentially. And at this point, do people um, connect with you um, as much as you connect with them? Yeah, it is. It is a mix still as it was back then where um, I might reach out to somebody directly or we might get a sample sent to us in the mail. Um, definitely now that we've been around for a couple of years, um, we are getting more requests, which is great because it allows us to just see more products and, and try more things and, and continue to sample and make sure that everything is of the highest quality. Um, but we, we still go and reach out and, and find uh, different products. We still go to all the different well, then, as you know, there are a ton of different <laughs> fairs now and markets, uh, but we still try to go to a vast majority of them to continue hunting for the, the fun, new, beautiful product. Right. We're talking with uh, Laura Roos from Minnie and Paul. When we started doing this podcast, there weren't as many markets, and there's been a lot of talk recently about sort of market fatigue. Are you seeing that? Is it starting to feel like some of these products are very similar? 
Yes, I I would say um, there's just it's a it's a market is saturated um, when it comes to these pop up markets where it used to be kind of a ooh fun you got to check it out. There's only a few um, now around the holiday season. There's multiple every weekend and um, it starts to you know lose its luster. Yeah. Um, at least for us as vendors at some of them, I would say I still love going to them um, and checking out new stuff. But um, I think for the vendor side. It is um, beginning to be a bit less special and um, maybe not the best use of time as it gets to be, again, so saturated. I wonder if they will, um, if we'll see less of it next year in that just that it is saturated and people just don't want to take those risks. Yeah, at least for for us, we are putting our um, (laughs) pop-up time uh, to the very, very minimum this year. That's been a new goal. We started with the, um, we, we might only just do a few, only just a handful where my first year, I think we did like 24. Right, right. Yeah. And do you then reinvest in like Google marketing or how do you grow with you're not going to be at pop-ups? Great question. Um, so this past year was the first time we did any sort of paid marketing um, and we dabbled with um, NPR, um, just doing a bit of radio spots. Um We also are doing a bit more on Instagram and Facebook, um, but uh, that is something that we're really going to dig into this year um, to grow that um, social following because we do find that even a ton of our corporate clients are finding us through Instagram. Yeah. And so will you start to put money towards marketing on Instagram then? Will you hire an agency when you're putting your budget together for this year and this new strategy? What were were you thinking? So... We probably will not be pursuing a marketing um, firm this year. Um, We are actually putting most of our time and effort toward the custom and corporate side of our business. Um, We we found out, and I remember on the podcast, it was interesting you asked that kind of spread of revenue. And um, I think at the time it was like 50% was our custom, and now we're up to over 75%. Right. Um, So we just need to really start putting a lot of our um, time and effort there, Um, even though the online shop and growing that and directing everyone there is really fun. um, We we need to have a a more equal spread of where that um, the dollars are coming in. And so you're wanting to get more corporate gift buyers, and that tends to be a woman, uh, 35, probably 64. So it's a little bit older demographic. Is that someone that you think you can still reach on Instagram? Yeah, and um, it's interesting because we that is still our target. That demographic there is definitely our target for our um, online shop as well. Um, so more and more, um, and we actually work with a lot of men too. Really? Um, yeah, we do work with a lot of men, not on the online shop front, very few there, um, but more on the corporate side. Interesting. Um, so that we also actually go to a ton of marketing events around the city, Um And it's not so much about trying to reach them through advertising online through Instagram, but it might be that a friend has recommended it and then they just go find us on Instagram um, if they're a larger corporation, for example, and um, might be, you know, the decision maker on the gifting front. So would your time, instead of being spent at pop-ups, might you go to like, uh, I don't know, city business events or uh, business incubators? Are you going to spend some time more in that arena? Is that what you're saying? Yes, and just in investing here um, in employees as well. So um, this past year, I was able to bring on a full-time employee. Oh, how exciting. Um, yeah, very, very 
big and wonderful because up until that point, I was just doing all of the sales um, along with everything else that comes along with um, running a business. So um, I have hired um, a fantastic person named Annie, and she is uh, head of our business development and sales. So um, that's really where a big chunk of our that investment went. Um, and Annie is a go- huge, huge go-getter. Um, and so she's really working a lot on LinkedIn, too, um, and yeah, is is just out there. That's so cool. Trying to bring in sales. Yeah. Now, in the day, you used to be able to hire a salesperson, and you know, you would guarantee them a small stipend and then put them on commission. With the employment situation as it is, and so many people searching for good employees, I'm guessing that's a little bit different model now. It is close. So we started as a high commission um, sort of salary plan um, with big goals, um, but they were based more on how the business did, not exactly how she did as an individual. Uh Um, And then this is now going to be our next year. So what her reach was, if we hit all of our goals, which very proud to say we went pretty far past them. So I need to start setting higher goals. Yeah. Um, But this next year, her salary then became the base was what she reached this past year. And then we're going to move up from there. So, um, you know, what I've found is if you get the right people and you get them on the right uh, in the right spots on the bus, um, I think you really can incentivize them through sales, um, of course, of how the company is going, but also just a good company culture, even though we're small. I mean, I place a huge um, importance on that from day one. Laura, you hit the nail on the head and for only having one employee you seem like you're speaking all the right lingo um (laughs) that's really exciting now there has been some I don't want to say new competitors in your market but the whole Minnesota box thing has become pretty exciting since the Super Bowl time we saw a lot of it are you feeling a little more competitive than you were in years past yeah, there's definitely more players on the in the market now. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I, I, it was fun to, again, just listening back this morning to our last conversation. Um, the same thing had come about right when we started. Some of that fell off as of now. But, um, again, new boxes are, are back. And um, I still take that same approach, this attitude of abundance, where uh, I think in the end, you know, there's room for everybody. And I just we keep our head down and keep really working hard and trying to, to make sure that we're staying curious and reinventing ourselves and, um, and just providing a really high quality product because sometimes it's out of your control. You know, there's not much you can do besides, you know, keep going on your own path. I just love talking to you. And I remembered when I talked to you in 2016, just how inspired I was by talking to you as such a smart young woman. Um, when you look at your Instagram, I'm just curious, we're seeing a lot of people asking about like, hey, seems like stories are kind of where it's at and the feed isn't doing as well. Are you noticing a difference between like the feed and the story feature? Definitely. Um, we find that our posts will perform better if we have stories around the same time as well. So if we're doing a post, we want to make sure we have a story at the same time or if we post it, put the story up right after. Well, that's interesting. Um, and the stories are an opportunity to just be a little more real and fun and silly and, and less filtered, you know, it doesn't have to look perfect and you can show the kind of the real side of your business. Um, so we really try to show that to our, um, to our followers and, um, and just be as, as, 
as realistic as we can be because it, it seems pretty glamorous when you look at the feed. And then um, I think that the stories are a fun way to really show what it's actually like. It is really interesting that you say that, too, because we're seeing that as a trend, that people want a little less curated content. Um, and yet you have these beautiful boxes that you want to show, obviously, as your product. So I think utilizing stories in that way is pretty smart. Thank you. Yeah. Um, give me the latest and greatest three products that you've loved that you've put in your box that are from Minnesota that we may not be familiar with. Oh, that's a fun one. Three latest and greatest. Well, hmm. Um, actually, so in we've talked, it was so long ago, so I feel like there's a lot that's yeah. new. Um, but one thing that, um, and I just love this shop as well, is um, from Arley Park, um, there are two sisters they run a shop here in town and they do hand hammered brass dishes um and we feature that in our good vibes box and it also we put some um paulo santo incense cones so i love that i have it at my bedside table use it every night um and i usually put a little spirit rock in there from louisa um yeah um we actually just launched our galentine box um and benny and in that one, there's a new product that I just came across. Um, it's from a company called Cosmic Cacao. Um, founder Catherine, um, she's really sweet and fun and genuine. And um, the product we put in there is called the Love Bar. So it's a sea salt um, and rose petal bar. Um, there's no gluten, no dairy, um, and it actually tastes really, really good. Yum. Uh, third product. Okay, let's see. Um, well, we actually um, worked. Uh, directly with, if you heard of Kate Cornea, she is a local um, artist here in town, and we did a, um, it's a neck scarf, you can also tie them on bags, I don't know if you've seen those, but um, really beautiful product, and we put it in a new um, bridesmaid or BFF um, gift set that we have, and it's kind of a nice floral uh, gets you excited for spring design. Cute, cute. If people <laughs> want to order a box for Valentine's Day, because we'll get this posted in the next day or two, um, yeah. they should go to miniandpaul.com. Is there anything else you want them to know? Well, they should go to miniandpaul.com, and they can use code FREESHIP1. Um, why not? And get free shipping. Um, we also offer local pickup. All right. And that would be at the Northeast store, correct? Yes. So in our studio on Northeast, and they'll get an email letting them know, okay, your order's ready. Come by and and, uh, and pick it up. Oh, I love that. All right, uh, Laura, it's been delightful to catch up with you. Thank you for uh, putting your trust in Makers of Minnesota and for letting us recap with you. Uh, congratulations on your first employee, and hopefully <laughs> it won't be two years before we talk to you again. Thanks so much, Stephanie. Thanks, Laura. Good to chat with you. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Wrap me in bacon, wrap him in bacon, and pour bacon crumbles on my head, pour bacon crumbles on his head. Now that I think of it, I'll just go to Little Caesars. So go to Little Caesars. Get a bacon wrap deep, deep dish pizza instead. Get a bacon wrap deep, deep dish pizza instead. Get a Little Caesars large, hot and ready bacon wrap deep, deep dish pepperoni and bacon pizza wrapped in over three and a half feet of bacon for just 12 bucks at participating locations plus tax. Pizza, pizza. I'm Rita Foley with an AP News Minute. An F-16 pilot having hydraulic problems with his aircraft managed to parachute to safety as the plane smashed into a warehouse east of Los Angeles. Fire Captain Fernando Herrera. That pilot landed in the uh, March Air Force Base area. And, and what's in the base itself. Amazingly, there were no serious injuries after the plane hit the building. 
Alabama executed a man last night for his role in killing four people after an argument over a pickup truck. Tennessee executed a man who killed his wife. Reporters couldn't see the execution, but AP correspondent Travis Lawler says... We could hear sounds, uh, including a singing that uh, uh, Mr. Johnson's attorney says was him singing a hymn. Answering a reporter's question, President Trump said he hopes the U.S. is not on a path to war with Iran. Mr. Trump has dismissed suggestions that any of his advisors are trying to push him into a conflict. I'm Rita Foley.